0: The average wait time in emergency departments for admission to a bed was almost 12 hours. It was worse for children, Minister, and it was worse for those over the age of 75 because they had to wait on average 13 hours to get a hospital bed. Let me give you an example of what that means for individuals. A 78-year-old woman, a 78-year-old woman from Waterford, suffers from cardiac issues. She had to wait 24 hours, Minister, for a hospital bed. Her daughter left her at the hospital the day before. And she called her mother at 3pm the following day. Her mother told her on the phone that she was diagnosed with heart failure And that mother, that 78-year-old woman, was still in the same chair that her daughter left her the day before. That is absolutely disgraceful how our people are treated in this state under the policies of this government. Her daughter spoke of how her mother didn't even have access to a trolley. How she wasn't able to get any sleep the night before. How she wasn't able to take any rest. How she wasn't able to take the weight off her hips or her back. And that is what's happening under your government. That's what's happening under your watch. And this is just one of hundreds of examples that we could tell you here on the floor of the doll today. The reality, Minister, is that I have absolutely no confidence in you or your government tackling the hospital crisis and the t- trolley crisis. Why? Because you've missed targets again and again. Record numbers in trolley. Broch recruitment schemes, the number of waiting lists are soaring and you're stumbling from one disaster to another. And today we learn again of the delayed discharges right across our hospital network. To tackle overcrowding, we need a strategic plan. Do you have one? Of course you don't. The ESRI told us we need 2,500 additional beds, but your government doesn't have a plan to deliver them. And to make matters worse, in the last two budgets, you didn't even provide funding for an additional, not even one single additional acute bed across our hospital network. So can I ask you a simple question? On behalf of all of those people, 12,000 people who spent time on trolleys last month, Why is your government so incapable of getting even the basics right in tackling a national scandal that has plagued the state for over two decades now? Thank you very much, Minister Uh, O'Brien.
1: Thank you, Deputy, and thank you for raising this important issue in in relation to healthcare in Ireland. Firstly, if I I could say on behalf of the Government, I'm sure all deputies here would would share um, our commendation to all the health staff, all the staff within the HSC and the Health Service who work so diligently 365 days of the year and are totally committed. Uh, to our people and providing as best a service as they can. This Government is committed to supporting that, and I want to turn to some facts, Deputy. There are cases, there is no question about that, and you highlighted a couple of them here, here today. I do not have the background detail to that, but I want to turn to the facts of what Government is actually doing. We are investing record funding in our health service. The Government allocated $23.6 billion net to the health budget for this year, current and capital, and that Deputy is an extra $5.6 billion. 32% over the original net budget allocation for 2020. They're the facts of what government are doing. More than 20,000 additional staff, net, net, have been hired into our health service since the beginning of 2020. And this includes 6,281 nurses and midwives, 3,177 health and social care professionals. And 1,948 doctors and dentists. They're the real facts. 2020, 2021, and 2022, those three years since this government came in, have seen the biggest staff increases in the HSE since it was established. They're facts. That's what is being done. And 2023 continues to show extremely large increases in that space. You talk about acute beds. As of mid March 2023, and I would ask you. Uh, to turn to the facts as well and recognise what has been done. 970 new acute hospital beds have been opened nationally since 2020. And by the end of this year, the HSE is due to have added 1,179 beds against a target of 1,146. We now have 323 adult critical care beds, with is an increase of 65 beds or 25% since 2020. The Department of Health and the HSC are planning a refresh of the 2018 health service capacity, scheduled um, following the Central Statistics Office um, review, and that will be done and released later this year. Overall, as part of NDP funding, the health sector has an allocation of 5.657 billion for the period 2021 to 2025, and that's an 11% increase in funding year on year you'll see recently this week as well over 500 health capital projects and programs across the state and the sector are underway at various stages of development and the capital program for 2023 has been developed and the HSC capital plan 2023 has been published by the minister that health capital plan uh, in 2023 will help with the construction and, and equipping of healthcare facilities. It is worth $967 million, with a further $50 million provided for capital in- infrastructure um, resulting from COVID-19 actions, and an additional $10 million for income generated in 2022. So, Deputy, there are the facts of what governments are doing and investing in our health service. There is no question that in hospitals across the country, there will be instances where people are spending longer in chairs or on trolleys than they should do. But our job as a government is is to actually scale up the health service, scale up the resources within the HSE and the Department of Health, and that's actually what we're doing. And underpinning that by a capital plan which further expands uh, the health infrastructure that we have, health in the community, care within the community. Uh, So I've outlined to you what the facts are, what I haven't heard from Sinn Féin. Uh, bar the fact of, of, of criticising a parent government in action, is what your alternative plans are in this space. I have told you about the increased capacity, the increased staff numbers at record levels, both nurses, doctors, midwives, dentists, right the way through, and that is actually happening now. And Where cases do Thank present, you, and I am aware of them myself, hospitals have to do everything they can to make sure that waiting times for, uh, for patients are reduced to the bare minimum. Mr. McLaughlin. Minister,
0: these aren't instances. There's 11,856 patients that spent time on trolleys last month. If you're 75 years of age and admitted to A&E, the average waiting time before you're admitted is 13 hours. It is an absolute disgrace, it is a scandal. You talk about facts, I'll give you facts. You promised beds three years ago, they still haven't been delivered. You promised 10,000 staff in the health service last year, only half of that, just above half of that, has been delivered. But the real facts are that there were 11,856 patients in the month of May in hospital trolleys. Higher, higher than the, the depths of winter in January of this year, which broke all records that we've ever seen before in terms of patients and trolleys. And you're somehow normalising that, just like you've normalised homelessness. It is not acceptable. We should never ever tolerate, whether it's our mother or grandmother or grandparents, we should never tolerate the fact that a woman is left in hospital suffering from cardiac for 24 hours on a chair, not even given a bed. And the point to make is you have no plan. We've put forward our plan. David Colnane has outlined our plan. We've showed you in our turnover budget what Design we would do in terms Thank of workforce, plan, workforce planning, what we do in terms of additional now, Deputy capacity. Deputy Not Please. one additional acute bed Please that you've provided for in the last two budgets. That's why we have record numbers in trolleys. It's because of your inability as a government to deal with this crisis. You're just making it worse. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Minister.
1: I have outlined what the facts are with regard to investment and what this government is doing. I to remind you and your colleagues in Sinn Féin that you have opposed every budget that this, bu- that this government has brought, has brought forward as well, and every measure with regard to health. Now, in relation to 2023, funding of 443 million is being allocated to tackle waiting lists. And in 2022, was the first year that waiting list numbers fell since 2015. And our job is to support our hospital network. And support care in the community by providing additional resources. And as I've said to you, there are more people now working within the HSE, more doctors, more nurses, more, more, doctors, more, doctors, doctors, more doctors, 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 more nurses.
0: Answer,
1: more, and if more doctors, more nurses, more healthcare staff than ever before. Record numbers that are there. Is the situation perfect? Of course it is not. All of us get cases raised with us where there are instances uh, that, that happen that are intolerable. Uh, no question about that. But when you also talk about the health outcomes in Ireland, uh, look at the health outcomes over the last 20 years, and 25 now, years, in relation to cardiac care, in relation to oncology, in, in, in relation to, uh, to survival rates as well, uh, also. So, you know, Ireland is well, it can compares very well, well please. Uh, compares very well. And the investment, the investment that this government is making, uh, is clear for people to see. And what's also clear to see is the lack of an alternative plan. plan from Sinn you. you don't even have a plan. Uh,